Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the '90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the '90s on the first ever sailing. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s activities. There'll be over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, and more. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90 scom slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's 902-1-O-N-G. With Jenny Garth and Tori Spelling. Hello. Hi. Podcast world. Look, we're together. We're together. This is so much better. Mm Mm-hmm. It just is. We're just here hanging out. It's logistical. We don't live that close to each other, but it is so much better together. Mm -hmm. We're here sitting on our floor, but we're not here alone because we have with us today the one and only Amy Sugarman. Yay! I'm so pumped. I feel like... That you deserve your own show? You do. That's what our fans (laughs) want. 
Sissany will be back, but I am here for one more episode and I am so glad I got this episode. You love Mexican standoff. <laughs> because I love Grant show so much and I love Jake Hansen and I can't believe like I feel lucky that this is the episode where we meet him. I feel like your love affair for with Grant show has is new. Like it just started really developing. Like her love affair with Ian Ziering? Close. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's new too. But I do think Grant Show is aging like a fine wine. Like he looks real good. But I have a special place in my heart, as we all know, for 90210, but also Melrose Place. So for me, this was like, it took me back to like, oh my God, this is when this show It's launched. happening. It's happening in this episode. The next two episodes, the best of both worlds. It'll just never quite be the same Mm-mm. after that. Nope. Mm-mm. Everything changed. I, mean, I don't want to jump ahead, but literally when he says, oh, I live in a little place on Melrose. Off Melrose, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Beverly, we just got to call it Beverly Place. Mm-hmm. And then we have both worlds. <gasps> oh, exactly. my God. Exactly. I was like, we know you. Beverly Place. Ew. That's a good one. We should. That's say, a good idea. Good idea. Beverly, mix them, mix them up. Mix and mash. Yeah. No one's done that. A mashup. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, when he said that, it was like. It just came back like a flood, like, oh my God. And it's such a little wink now, whereas at the time you didn't even notice it because there was no Melrose place. But now looking back, it's like, oh my God. And then all I could think of was the hair, the wig pulling off. Do you guys remember that on Melrose? Oh place? my God, Marsha Cross. I thought you meant Jake oh. Hansen. I was like, what the wait, wig? Jake, where's the wig? <laughs> I will never get Marcia that image Cross. of Marsha Cross pulling that wig off. Yeah, literally. We'll give you a clip. It's literally like, whoa. Jenny, you did not watch Melrose Place? No, when was I supposed to watch Melrose Place? She was working. She didn't even have time to watch our show. I but was very available and I watched. That was like a turning episode. point for Melrose Place, right? Like when that yes. happened, that was like the whole thing just like. It was massive. And then I, I, at the time I was still in college. So I was watching, we were watching 90210 and Melrose Place in the sorority, in the TV room, which I think I've told you guys before, like we had a TV room and 18 girls would go squish themselves in there. Then I moved to LA a few years later and I saw Marsha Cross in the freaking grocery store. And like, it was like actually scary because that wig scene was so iconic. Oh, <laughs> you guys. You Which guys. leads us all back to episode 27, Mexican Standoff, aired April 30th, 1992. Synopsis, Brenda crosses the border with Dylan against her parents' demands. Kelly finds Dylan's friend, Jake, eases her new family fears. Mm-hmm. Directed by Bradley Gross, written by Darren Starr, Steve Wasserman, and Jessica Klein. Mm. Wow. So this was this was actually a two-part season finale, and this was the first of two episodes. It was. Yeah. Do you guys think about the fact that you launched Melrose Place? Like, I freaking can't handle that. You launched Melrose Place. W- well, it wasn't us. We intended we to do that. that. Yeah. <laughs> but we- yes, it was. Like, because I think about, like, Happy Days launched Mork and Mindy. So mm-hmm. I think about, like, Mm-hmm. Richie Cunningham and Fawns met Mork. So like you guys launched Melrose Place. 
Yeah. Wait, how often does this happen to you that people get them mixed up and they'll come up to you and be like, oh my God, I'm such a fan. I love your show. And then they freeze because in their head, they're like uh, trying to get numbers. And then they're like, Melrose Place. Sometimes. It happens sometimes. Do you correct them? No. No, me neither. Because <laughs> technically we were on Melrose Place. Yeah. So even though this is the launch, then the following season were the two shows back to back. They aired ours, then theirs, right? Yeah. We'll leave them. Wait. Because they Melrose were later. Mondays, though. What happened to Melrose Mondays? Party of Five was after us. Wait, oh, wait, wait. Mm-mm. Was it the first season, though? I lied. Or were you never back to back? I don't think I'm going to have to refer back to my uh, edition of TV Guide because I don't know. A.K. Riley, what do you think? <laughs> yeah, Riley, will you look coming in? It's coming in. I can now. Coming in hot. This was a very, very exciting episode. Not only did it start, start out with everybody's favorite couple making out hardcore on the couch. Uh, that was all body parts pressed together. It was like some There gr- was no separation. Grinding and there was lots of things happening that that scene made me wonder and i was like hey is this i was how could he not become like that's what i was thinking. yeah any boy how could you not become you know Mm -hmm. aroused Mm -hmm. the bright red scrunchie that's what you're that's what you're looking at at? yeah i was too i just yeah i wrote my notes say make out sesh with a bright red scrunchie so at the time they are just sort of kissing as the audience. We're just supposed to assume that they sort of fool around. Yeah, yeah they just lay on the couch and make out. And, and I was watching it thinking, is that what you used to do? I guess it is. Or is that yeah. what you still do when you like first meet someone? You just lay on the couch, I don't know. half on, half off, and just mash for hours. But what, But they were on top, but connected head to toe, weren't they? No. Yeah. Yeah. So is that... Dry humping? Ew. Oh, they don't say that anymore? They, you just did. World. I mean, it's interesting because he had a bed. And even if they weren't going to sleep together, like meaning have sex, they could have watched TV in the bed. But I guess maybe that wasn't. He didn't have a TV in his bedroom. Maybe. Yeah. And I guess maybe she felt it was right to just be on the couch. Why? They've already. They've already done it in the bed. I know. I don't know. <laughs> Anyway, I think it was it just was for the lot. viewer. I think it was just full on for the viewer for us to watch the make out and be like, oh my God, I wish that was me. On his futon. We wish we were her. <laughs> now, you, can you guys go back to that time? Was Baja a thing? Because he starts right away talking about like, I'm going to Baja for the weekend. I think it's always a thing for the surfers like Baja. Mm. Or maybe back then it was more of a thing. It's, it was a little more undiscovered. Made me think of Point Break. It's only surfing movie mm-hmm. I know. Have you ever been? I've never been. I've lived in California for 47 years. Me is neither. Baja the same as Cabo? No, it's not as far. You it's can drivable. I Googled it. It takes eight hours to drive from Beverly Hills to Baja. In so that car, they made it eight hours. I think that, remember, <laughs> remember during one point we were going to go on a road trip with our families and we wanted to get to Mexico, but we didn't want to fly. I think it was, is that like near Rosarita? Ensenada? When I Googled it, it said Ensenada. Yep. Cabo is in Baja. Baja is the region. Oh, and then you just fly. That's like the other. I don't know. I don't know. So, P.S., if you're in L.A., it's drivable. Eight hours. Who the hell wants to drive eight hours to surf? Especially since, could you just, I mean, I understand they had to set it up with the environment having problems, and that's why the beach was closed, which I thought was amazing 
considering it was 30 years ago. So do you guys remember that part yeah. where Dylan and Brenda go and then it's like they can't the do her surf lesson. Down. Wait, were right. they in Baja when the when the beach was dirty? That was in California. Yeah. But when I watched it, um, I was confused. Yeah, me too. I was like, wait, are they yeah, there yet? That's what I thought it was Baja. And then I was like, wait, but they met Jake Hansen in Baja. That's wait, weird. And, and then, because we all know that we they didn't really go to Baja. Right. Every it, right. single really beach looked just like this. California. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. But it was quite fortuitous, as one might say, that they acknowledge the environment and its issues back then. Without because knowing. today, that is like literally on CNN 24-7 right now. Oh, yeah, our beaches are all closed. We acknowledged <laughs> a lot of things on that show, like precursors to things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really amazing. But yes, Brenda and Dylan were very cute in this episode. I, I have to think that... They, those two made out more and more like hardcore than Kelly and Dylan. I feel like Dylan, I, I could be completely mistaken because I have just haven't seen that episode yet, but we haven't gotten there yet. She doesn't know. <laughs> but it feels like I don't remember making out with him like that. Oh, now I have to rack my brain. I don't know. You guys have that. Oh, sorry. We can't spoil anything. You have iconic moments making out, right. but that was like hardcore considering, and this is public knowledge that, you know, they at times had like a brother, sister, contentious relationship, Shannon and Luke. Mm-hmm. But so did Luke and I. It was really different. We fought sometimes. In a very different way. Really? really? I pause. 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 Please. I need more information. I need more, a lot more How information. How do you know they fought? I guess she would tell you because I didn't really know that they would I don't remember them fighting. On set? No, don't remember it. I'm sorry for everybody that's there annoyed with my memory. There was some lunch bag scene. Something happened. A lunch bag? <laughs> like a <laughs> lunch box? We were sitting outside. We passed the episode already, eating, and like they got into a huge fight. I wonder what it was about. Off. I don't remember. It was usually like a prank gone too far. You pulled pranks on him, but like he would deal with your pranks. Her pranks, yeah, you wouldn't deal with. Sometimes. <laughs> Except the wow. time I sprayed him in the eye with Banaka. That yes. didn't go over well. Yeah. You guys are moving through this so fast. <laughs> I need it slower. Okay. First of all, Jenny, mm. you and Luke would sometimes have little spats, little tiffs, or actually like arguments. Well, little fights, little spats, little like uh, you're, he's, he would annoy me a lot. And he <gasps> loved to annoy me. You know how Brian annoyed me? Mm-hmm. Luke annoyed him. Yes. Okay. So almost playful spats. That got went too no. far sometimes. Yeah, you took banaka. Like banaka. Yeah. Did we already talk about that? that? I think we might have, but no one will be mad if you tell it again. Yeah, no, we had to spray the banaka before the kissing scenes. I definitely talked about this before, and I accidentally sprayed it right in his eye like this, and and then he was like, "Ah, my eye!" And he, I think he <laughs> had her riled up, and she got into oh, such yeah, like he was a frenzy me. that they were going back and forth, mm-hmm. and that she wasn't thinking and did it right in his eye. He was bugging me, and so I was like whatever yeah. wherever that hit i didn't care at that moment and it hit him in the eye and i didn't who knew yeah. it would be like lethal <laughs> send him to the did hospital did the boys ever have spats with one another or were they pretty much thick as thieves i don't no. think are so. you picking up what we're putting down you know how in <laughs> elementary school when boys when they like girls pull their pigtails and pull yes. pranks on them and flip their skirts up so boy well, no the boys that was a, oh, that was a that different thing yeah, yeah yeah that's different <laughs> Oh my God. It's so good. And we were teenagers. Well, ish we were. Yeah. So sometimes it got like, you know, in high school childish. 
but it was all, all coming from like seven together. Yeah. And boy, girl stuff kind of. I love it. <laughs> but Luke liked to get Shannon riled up in a different way. Than they he, didn't. Than I he got Jen riled up. They seemed that they got to play out their anger on this episode, though, because when they do go down to Mexico, yes, she goes off hard on him about overreaction over which we'll get to yeah mm-hmm. do you want to just talk about it now I'm sorry i don't want to talk about ahead. it now we're going so out of order but we can jump around yeah, we can jump off? around okay okay so let's just get into it okay. that was a total overreaction but also really with the owner of the inn yeah like, she's like she meets brenda rosarita or is that her name come rosita yeah. She meets Brenda and then right automatically goes to, oh, Dylan, tell me how, what's Stacey. her name? Stacy was. How is she? Yeah, but why would you do that? He's here clearly with another girl. Why would you mention that? It's so 90210. Totally. So convenient. Did you think that Brenda overreacted? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I would feel the same way, but I probably would have not exploded in front of Rosita. <laughs> I would have said, hey, can we go talk over here for a minute? She's all, don't bother. Like, I'll get your keys. Don't bother. Okay, wait, I have a question for you. How would Kelly have handled that? I think she would have just probably left in a tiff and not been as vocal in that environment in front of a stranger would be my instinct. Do we think it was sort of teenagey? Because like, okay, pretend you're you're dating someone and you go on a trip and you find out when you were broken up, he went there with someone else. I'm sure you're not like stoked, but I don't know that like, was it that big? No, I feel the same. Like, okay. So, you know, like when you go on date night with, with uh, when I go on date night with my husband sometimes and, or he'll say, Oh yeah, I've been here. We go to a hotel somewhere and he he say, I've been, yeah, I've been here before. Or even vice versa. If I say that to him, who, who you've been here with, wait, <laughs> what, what tell, what do you mean? Like, I want to know the details and then I don't want to know them. Yeah. Okay. So I guess it's pretty real. Mm -hmm. Here's the news flash to anyone. If you've been there previously with an ex or anyone you've dated, just don't mention you've ever been there. Yeah. Or pick a different spot. That's what I was like. Why would you go back to this place? Here's the thing. I don't think it's bad if he had said, hey, I, it is bad. The whole thing's bad. He should have gone (laughs) to a different spot. But it was someone he went with while they were broken up. So it wasn't even pre-Brenda. Yeah, it was like last summer. That just wasn't a long enough right. time ago. It wasn't technically <laughs> cheating. <laughs> a little bit. Wait. Amy, Tori just pointed out that I kind of look like Garth from, well. <laughs> Wayne and Garth. We look like Wayne and Garth. Night Live. A little bit you do. A little bit. If I could imitate him right now, I would. I don't. Oh, Wayne's world. Wayne's world. <laughs> Wait, why can't I think of that guy's name? It's Mike Myers and Dana Carter. Dana. Dana it's my bad. It's my hair. It looks really bad. I'm sorry. It looks like a bad Garth wig, but it is we both a, an actual Garth hairdo. Okay. Anyway, sorry. Sorry. Wait, I feel like we should go back because this is really upsetting yeah, we're, we're me. So I don't like it. I don't like being out of order at all. Oh my Let's god. Let's bring it back. So right now, okay. So Dylan has just brought up Baja. So now we're sort of trying to. Oh, we're going all the way back. Okay. So basically, okay, we got to talk about the fact that Brenda keeps coming home late past curfew and that Jim is pissed. I mean, I don't get that because yeah. I couldn't have done that in no. high school. Why does she think that's okay? And, and he's so rational about it. He, mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Like we can talk about it tomorrow. He's like, no, we're going to talk about it right now. Mm-hmm. He's very calm like, well, in his robe. Yeah, okay. And I was feeling too, like as a parent, like I know the feeling of when my teens are out of the house at night, you can't sleep. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. impossible. Or if you do, you doze off and you wake up and it, you just freak out and they're not home. But it's just think back then, poor Jim and Cindy didn't have, you know, they weren't able to text their kids or call right. their kids on the phone. They just had to right. wait and not know. But I mean, I guess they, pro- they probably had Dylan's phone number, I would think, like to his- Like his landline. Yeah. I think considering they handled stuff really well, I think they were really cool parents. This whole episode- like Cindy, yeah, Cindy beyond, Hello. like, come on. Cindy, she's probably says, in a motel. And she's the- like, you're okay with that? She's like, did you guys think, okay, we're going back a little bit, but I did write this down. Okay, so in that opening scene, it's the makeout session. Dylan starts talking about Baja and Brenda's talking to him. Did you think she talked sexy? Like she was trying really hard to talk sexy. In her, like, a talk like she's lower, like, yeah. he's like, you're going to be late. And she's like, I tiptoe. Like I was like, oh no, God. but like, I wasn't into that talking sexy, but someone else in this episode <laughs> talked sexy and I was into that. <laughs> was that sexy? <laughs> you can talk personal. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, we got to get okay, to that. Okay, we'll get, get to, to that, that later. Okay. okay, but wait. So we come back, Jim's in his robe. He's strict. And then I did laugh when Brenda says, I'm 17 years old. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that means you just the rules don't apply apparently because she's 17 she's so mature and she says to him daddy i always make the right choices or something yeah. like that do you yes exactly <laughs> so as moms what would you guys have done uh, one of your kids just continually comes home late and is at her boyfriend's oh they you can't go out there for me like i have to be able to trust you there's a curfew if you can't come in you know when you say you're going to come in call at least there is a phone mm-hmm. at dylan's mm-hmm. house she could have called. But they fell asleep. When she woke that was up. That different worse. time. I don't know. I'm not quite there yet. I'm borderline almost there yet with my teenagers. I'm a pushover. Do you consider people. yourselves strict moms or more like Cindy who seemed chill? Strict. It's weird. It's weird. You would think I'm strict. Uh, she thinks I'm strict. I, I feel like I'm strict too, but when their dad talks to me about certain things. He'll be like, you are so lenient with them. You're so easy on them. You, you give in too quickly. So he's definitely the more strict parent. Like Jim and Cindy. You're mm-hmm. like a happy medium. You have good boundaries though. I try to take notes. It's yeah, I'm the total pushover. So I'm going to have to step it up. Yeah. To that point. You're going to have to. So Tori, you don't think you're strict or at least not yet. At all. Like I'm yeah, no. I need to set way more boundaries. I'm so curious how this is going to go when your kids are driving. I don't know. I can't wait to see. (laughs) It's going to be good. Yeah, we'll see. (laughs) Was it just me or did this episode look brighter? Like the lighting felt considerably different. The whole, everybody was more brightly lit than in any other episode. Not as grainy as usual. Yeah. Yeah. It was very, a whole different, I was wondering, I wanted to go back and check, but I didn't have time. Was it a new DP? New you know, someone new was on the, I don't know, just felt very different to me. And I also, oh, one other thing, you know, when the girls are walking down the hallway and they're, they're talking about the wedding. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do do you remember those magazines that they made us use? They were always fake magazines. They, they would put like a (laughs) fake cover on a real magazine. It's where you found your bridesmaid dresses Uh in the, yeah. yeah, no way. 
but you opened it up and it was like, you know, not, not a bride magazine whatsoever. It was just like binder paper. (laughs) Was this the scene where David Silver, uh, tells you guys he's giving them one diamond earring each? Cause that was like, (laughs) I thought that was kind of cool. He's so cool. That's so cool. And he he thinks that they're going to, that his dad's going to get his ear pierced. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He probably would have. I bet you Mel Silver would have done that. Wait, doesn't he end up having his ear pierced? I feel like Matthew had his ear pierced. Maybe it happens. Maybe. Can't wait to see. I also love when Kelly refers to Jim and Cindy as Jim and Cindy. Like you're talking to Brenda. Because you always have that one like cool friend in high school that always refers to your parents as their full, like their first names. I can't imagine I never my kids' friends call, saying to to one of my kids, oh, so are Jenny and Dave okay with that? Or like, you know what I mean? It just sounds so weird. Did people call your dad Aaron or Mr. Spelling, Tori? Like all these guys, like, like, like you Jenny. You or- something weird? I'm in my late 40s. And when someone still calls my mom Candy, it inside makes me feel bad. Bad how? Really? Yeah. Like, like disrespectful to I your mom? I always or? called parents Mr. Mrs., like Ms., mm-hmm. like whatever. Always. And they would always say, please call me by my first name. And I would feel so uncomfortable mm-hmm. that I just didn't say their mm-hmm. name. I kind of feel the same way, but my kids go to have always gone to school where they call even their teachers by right? their first name. You know, there's that new thing. Yeah. And oh, so really? for them to, for someone to come into the house, like one of the kids' friends to come in and call me Mrs. Garth, I'd be like, who? Well, Mrs. Garth yeah, would be they, right. Yeah. Be your mom. <laughs> what would they call me? What do they call you? Miss uh, Garth? Mrs. Abrams? Okay. Mrs. Abrams? But then that- they don't know if they're supposed to be like Ms. Garth or Mrs. Abrams. Like, did she take her husband's name? Like, it, it's it's such a conundrum nowadays. <laughs> and what, what do kids, what do your kids' friends call you, Tori? Tori? <laughs> they don't. No, I don't think they have yet. They, they, don't, even, don't, they don't even look you in the say, eye anymore. <laughs> I love how in like in the South where they say Miss, mm, like yeah. Miss Jenny, they would Dave say. Dave does that. with He's from Virginia, so oh, he does that. Oh, yeah. Miss Carolyn, Miss I think Ms. that Tori. sounds so beautiful. See, I like that. Mm-hmm. And I've had a well, with the- school mom say like, you've met like Finn's mom, Miss Tori. And I'm like, oh, I like that. Yeah. I like that too. Well, what's interesting is we in the episode, Kelly... Yeah. Kelly, you, Kelly refers to them as Jim, Jim and Cindy, but then when Mrs. Walsh calls, Jenny, you said, hi, Mrs. Walsh. So like you, to, to her, her face, face yeah. you don't call <laughs> <laughs> But when she's not around, I'm very, yeah, sarcastic. So let's take a little break. And then we're going to Baja. Is there ever really a way to thank your mom for everything she does? My mom is my best friend, my rock. I have learned so much from her through the years. Her wisdom has helped shape me and I love celebrating her, especially on Mother's Day. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. And since she deserves the best, send her the best there is. When it comes to flowers, send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. I love that Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farm, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano, you guys. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick the delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. 
Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to your mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code 90210 for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code 90210, books.com, promo code 90210. Hey, everyone. So as you can imagine, we know a thing or two about makeup. We've pretty much tried it all. And we are really liking Thrive Cosmetics because they have a full line of makeup perfect for an everyday look refresh. They have clean ingredients that feel great on your skin. And their products are foolproof, which makes it easy for any skill level to apply. And it's really cool to know that Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. Oh, I love that connection. See that? Plus, how cool is it that their uh, high-performance formulas are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free? Amazing. And they have zero parabens, sulfates, and phthalates. I really believe when it comes to makeup, beautiful eyebrows are so important, don't you think? Their Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner helps you achieve your ideal eyebrow look. And their easy-to-use waterproof pencil holds like a wax and blends like a powder. Ooh la la. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash 90210. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash 90210 for 10% off your first order. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Velour XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. With the weather getting warmer, finally, it is time for a wardrobe refresh. And when I want to update my style without breaking the bank, I turn to Quince. They offer premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. And washable silk tops, timeless 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They partner directly with top factories, so Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to you. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices in premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. I use the hoop earrings I ordered from Quince all the time. 
and basically live in the slippers that I ordered on their website. The prices and quality are so worth it. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash 90210 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash 90210 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash 90210. I always felt mad though that we were the lead into Melrose Place because I knew that if they had the nine o'clock hour, it meant that their show was juicier. Unlike right, to me, true. that sort of meant more popular. So I felt like, ugh, we're like the wimpy little lead in. We're the kids. <laughs> Except technically, the lead in is that you guys had a bigger audience, mm-hmm. so that's why they would do it in I the guess. the theory intelligent, which you guys know. I'm not teaching you guys, but is that the second show carries over that whole audience to them. So you guys were really the, the mama bear bringing it. Even though we were baby bear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So were you shocked by how cool Cindy is? She was always cool though. She was always the rational one. It's so weird. Like probably if I had watched it then, I would have been like, she's so cool. But now watching it as a mom, I was like, I don't agree with that decision. Like, I wouldn't be okay with them just like randomly going for the weekend, driving to Mexico in a convertible. Yes, that's what I wanted to ask you. Would you let your teenagers do that? No, No. I wouldn't. And I'm not even strict. Mm -mm. Nope. There, there's no way in hell I would let my kid cross a border with a with a guy. uh, Hello, without even any kind of identification. Apparently, she doesn't even check to see if she has that or what she needs. Or they just say, "Don't drink too much of the water, honey." Yes, they were for what you eat. Did you guys laugh that there was such a recurring theme about the water and do they have their shots? It was all about like, you have we the gotta proper see if we gotta shots. Get shots. You don't need shots to go to Mexico. I don't think you needed well, shots maybe 30 to go to years Mexico ago, they then. thought. Mm. <laughs> that was so bizarre. that was interesting because that got mentioned a few times. Andrea mentioned the water again. I, I when don't, you, when, is it that the water is not good to drink or it's just different water than they're used to? So that's why well, I you might get give violent the, diarrhea. The I Montezumas. Think, right? <laughs> I, I I don't know. I, I think like if Stella yelled at me and was like, even like, I hate you, I think I would still not allow her to drive no. to Mexico at 17 years old and stay in a motel. No, no. no. <laughs> this is the emoji I would be. Oh, yeah. I, no. <laughs> and it's Brenda. Right. She has not a good track record with making goodness, good decisions. Like, But she seems so confident in all of her decisions. She seems a little defiant too. She's always a little defiant. I don't know. At 17, I was like, when like, say for instance, my last one was 17. I I was still like these, these are, this is my house. These are my rules. You're going to have to abide by it until you're 18. And then even when you're 18, if you're still living with me, there are certain things that I'm comfortable with. And there are certain things that just aren't going to fly. And those were, we agreed on them. Like she got it. She respected that. But I feel like Brenda thinks she's just a full on adult now. Yeah. I don't like her attitude. Like Stella recently (laughs) has been talking about getting her nose pierced. And I've let her get several holes because my mom didn't let me get my ears pierced till I was 18. Mm -hmm. So I ended up waiting till I was 40 and doing it with Stella. So I did let her get her ears pierced. She has multiple ones. But now she's Mm -hmm. talking about, well, when I get my nose pierced, I was like, when? Mm -hmm. I was like, no, I was like, 
you got to wait on that one. And she's like, well, I have friends that got it when they were 15 or 16. Okay. So when I'm 16, I was like, no. When you're, I did feel yeah. a little old fashioned, but I don't care. That's okay. Okay. Cause she's going to have a little hole in her nose for the rest of her life. It My, doesn't go away. Never goes away. That's what I said. Unless you get it lasered or Is something. This true? I, don't know. I don't know. It's not worth it. I wouldn't let her. No. Nope. The answer I feel is like no, is Stella. No. Uh, wait, it's just, a, it's amazing to see now because <laughs> when we all, when you guys did it and I watched it, then I wonder if I was like, yeah, I mean, I'd drive to Mexico, you know, and now it's like, oh, what are they doing? So I just, the perspective. No, we're, just old, so, we're just old now. My parents did let my friends and I drive to Palm Springs when we were 17. That was That's a big okay. mistake. It was a huge, <laughs> it was a huge have, mistake. I got my first speeding ticket that. in a convertible because Donna and Tori had the same car. So I had the champagne BMW convertible. That's right. I was trying to be cool in front of my friends and I sped and got a speeding ticket, which you have to go back to Palm Springs to do it there. You can't get it taken care of in LA. Mm. And oh, yeah, my parents don't know this one. But, <laughs> and we took quaaludes, <gasps> which aren't even a thing now. That's how I don't old even I know am. what they are to tell you. The no. I think it's like a, a an elephant tranquilizer or a, a, a tranquilizer for a horse or something. A quaalude. But I made. I'm going on record that at 17, your your judgment is not there. And I luckily nothing happened. But when I look back at that experience, <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh! Thank God we were with a good group and mm-hmm. nothing happened to us. But no way, like. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I back know. on the BMW, who had it first? Tori Spelling or Donna Martin? Tori Spelling. Mm-hmm. And I already didn't like it. It wasn't good. You didn't, it wasn't good enough for Tori Shut Spelling. <laughs> no, I wanted a red Volkswagen. Wait, like a bug? No, uh, wait, not Volkswagen. Uh, Rabbit? Rabbit. Cabriolet. Cabriolet. Oh my God. That's all I wanted. And I kept trying to make the comparison, like the price difference. Like it's not even I'm asking mm-hmm. for something like, my mom's like, we want to get you a BMW. We feel like it's a safe car. It's a reliable car. And I was like, that's embarrassing because then I don't want to look rich. Like, and I I love this car. It's going to save you money. Isn't that good? She's like, it's not safe though. Um, I'm going to make you mad because my first car was a convertible cabriolet. <laughs> I'm CM <I'm> jealous. <laughs> but it was rust orange and it was an older model because I remember I had to buy it myself. And pay for it myself because I had to have a job to pay for it. Wait, so I was technically working. Well, kind of. I just sent the pilot for 90210. So I would have liked to have earned the money and paid for it myself because I would have felt better about that. You didn't get to spend your money the way you wanted to when you were making it? No, Probably I not. did. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how this played out. That was my birthday present. Yeah, I wish she would have saved it and put it. <laughs> checking account for something I couldn't have touched till later. <laughs> well, this, this brings us to a very important scene in this episode, which is, even though we mentioned it briefly, Brenda and Dylan go to the beach to practice surfing. Bacteria is in the bay and the beach is closed and up comes the motorcycle with Jake Hansen. So can you guys remember, like, I know we talked about it a little bit with Grant show, Jenny, when you had him on, like, do you guys remember it? Did, did, you kind of knew you were launching a spinoff with him. Like, what do you, rem- can you remember anything about him arriving to set? 
I don't because I wasn't in those first few scenes with him. Mm -hmm. The whole gang was together, but I was just magically missing. I guess they were saving that introduction for what they had set up. But oh, yeah, because were you not at the peach pit? Mm -mm. That's right. They probably did want to, which makes did, sense. What did you because I felt like even Brenda was a little Twitter pated with Jake. His <laughs> presence, you know, in the in the peach pit, like a little extra I, giggly. I remember he was. What? Yes. Yeah, he walked on the set and was like, whoa. He was so cool. Like, he was like the yeah. Fonz. Yeah, he actually was. Yeah. Mm hmm. So we learned that Dylan has a connection to Jake. So that's sort of like, here he comes. Apparently, like, he gives this him is the how I learned to Biggest surf. hug. Like, do you see yes. him? Yes. That was a really hardcore hug. Like, wham. Well, the dude that taught him how to surf. I'm surprised he didn't like jump into his Jeez. arms. You know, really Jake doesn't look like a surfer to me, though. No, not at all. No, mm -mm. he's well, a land dweller. Yeah. <laughs> and this is where we got the line. And I don't remember if somebody Brenda says like, "Where are you living?" And he says, "A little place off Melrose, nothing special." Mm -hmm. And I just wrote a giant heart on my like <laughs> notes page because I was like, "Oh my god." It was a little nugget, the way they underplayed it like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's a little. And then he comes to the peach pit. So that must be where he met everybody but Kelly. Yes. Is there ever really a way to thank your mom for everything she does? My mom is my best friend, my rock. I have learned so much from her through the years. Her wisdom has helped shape me and I love celebrating her, especially on Mother's Day. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. And since she deserves the best, send her the best there is. When it comes to flowers, send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. I love that Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farm. So they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano, you guys. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick the delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to your mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code 90210 for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code 90210, books.com, promo code 90210. Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the 90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the 90s cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interaction, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, Color Me Bad, Lisa Loeb, Fastball, CNC Music Factory, Jesus Jones, Digital Underground, Sophie B. Hawkins, and more. Hosted by MTV VJs Downtown Julie Brown and Matt Penfield, plus Lisa Loeb. Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas will be completely transformed to take you back in time for nonstop 90s action. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico, January 31st through February 5th, 
2025. Head to the 90 slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And then I remember meeting him in the backyard when I go out to pay him for Jackie. I remember yep. just being really worried about what I was wearing and how I looked and like, cause I was by myself. I didn't have any girls backing me up. Like it was just Kelly Wait, on her own. Did you in the makeup trailer before? Probably. But like- Oh, so like even in real life, you were a little something. Yeah. Like I just, I wanted to do a good job. I wanted it to be good. Like I wanted them to have that chemistry or whatever. And, you know, I was so young. You think about those things when you're young like that. But he, he was so um, just like, he's so effortless, effortlessly cool. Yeah. I felt the chemistry and I was not creeped out by it. I know people now are like, oh, he was so much older than her. But I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was really cool. Yeah. How old? What, yeah, he I was mean, like 20 something and she was 17. Yeah, well, he technically was the same age as all the other guys playing high school students in our show. So, yeah, but he was playing older. Like exactly, he was, he was like out on his own. He he was like the ultimate. It's true, but like when I saw you two in the backyard, I didn't think. I mean, he immediately says she has an adult daughter and mm-hmm, or something mm-hmm. like that. I feel like he didn't know you were seventeen. Like, I feel like you guys could have both easily been late teens or early 20s you know like it could go either way I didn't see like oh my god this young teenage girl and this older guy it worked for me I guess I just liked you guys mm-hmm. agree like, oh. I liked them and together I think too I couldn't I couldn't remember all the specifics of this episode but I knew that Kelly and Jake had a thing like I've remembered that for 30 years you know like 
they had a thing and that was how, that was all I could remember how Melrose Place started. Mm -hmm. That somehow Kelly was involved in it. Yep. I had forgotten he knew Dylan. I guess he apparently knew Nat because they real bro hug. I forgot that too. It was just always that, you know, Kelly dated Jake. It's yeah. agree, Tori. Like that was totally I had no how... idea that Dylan and Jake knew each other until I saw this. It was shocking to me. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he literally, that you he... literally met Jake as the handyman. I did too. For your mom's mm-hmm. I did too. That was it. <laughs> Even though you were in the scene with him in the peach pit. Yeah, didn't remember it <laughs> until I saw it. And then I was like, oh, I vaguely remember now meeting him on set. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and it was a nice setup because, you know, Kelly was so sort of like, what's the word? Sort of like pissy, mad about the wedding, not super stoked. And mm-hmm. then it all starts to sort of change. And I felt like the scenes, which we can break down, Kelly really brought her A game. Like she knows how to flirt. She knows how to play with boys. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, she knew she was playing with fire and she was, she was there for it. <laughs> totally. Exactly. Yes. Like, I was impressed with her game. Honestly, like she seemed super calm, cool and collected about mm-hmm. flirting with this much older guy. You're right. It was very Lolita-esque. She just had a lot of game with him. Yeah. She was very confident. Yeah. I'm not talking about the lasagna. Remember that? <laughs> he got, <laughs> I think she says smells great. And he's like, I'm not talking about the lasagna or whatever. Wow, like, it was just like, wow. It's on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so good. I love her. It's so true. And then he's like, tough cookie. And she's like, do you really think I'm a tough cookie? Like the whole thing. <laughs> it's just like these two are are good i love it when 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 they're having dinner and the doorbell rings and she's like who could that be (laughs) and then she goes to the door and you can see the shadow of steve sanders in through the glass door like the frosted glass door and you can clearly tell that steve sanders by the poofy hairdo and then she's like steve what are you doing here poor guy he just of all i died because he goes i saw the light on and what made me laugh is every exterior shot they show of your house, it is pitch dark. There's no so lights. It's like, there's no lights on. So I literally kept noticing that. And then, of course, Steve's like, I saw the light on. Like, I felt so bad for him because he was being was so painful. sweet. He's and, still in love with you. And he came, he, he drove th- through the neighborhood just mm. to stop by. And then he references it later with Brandon. He says, you know, I, mm. I go visit her all the time and she always lets me in. <laughs> And she didn't, and I felt so sad and so bad. And then, would you say Kelly made the first move? Like, obviously, the kiss was like happening with Jake, but I think you went for it, and I was just like, "Yes." I don't know who. I don't know, but I, I maybe she heard the music cue and she knew <laughs> that it was time to kiss because the music clearly was like, "Oh, it's getting sexy." <laughs> Ew, don't ever do that voice. It's sick. I think it was a three-part kiss. I think there was like a kiss, then, oh, no, we've got to stop. Then another kiss. Oh, no, we got to stop. And then another kiss. I was like, this is great. And then he went for the door with the abnormally high door handle. He's like, so high. You want to know the truth, though? When Kelly, there's the close-up on on Kelly when she's talking to Steve at the door. I could tell that I had already done the makeout Mm -hmm. scene, the end of that scene (laughs) once or twice. I could just see... Uh, you know how when you kiss somebody, especially if you're wearing makeup, and you, it rubs your makeup off and your face gets a little red? I could tell that we'd already made out a little bit a few times. 
Like it was take three or something. Wait, That's I just amazing. had some flashback when you said this. The sexy part. Wait, was this true? Something about did his like um stubble irritate your face? Is this do you recall anything? Well, it looked like it. Your I don't know. You red. saying that? I remember like in the next episode. Because he had manly stubble and said something, I feel like, not in a bad way, not in a good way, but like that I remember they, maybe you didn't say anything, makeup said something like, oh, we got to be careful that he shaves each scene because it's starting to irritate her face. Yeah, it was just a little newborn baby. Yeah. And she was dealing with a man. Mm -hmm. He had strong whiskers. Can you remember if he was a good kisser? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Wait, you were so flippant about that. You just went, yeah. No, he, I mean, look at him. Of course he's a good yeah, guy. Yeah, he's just hot. Their kisses were good, I feel. Like, I'm wondering where they're going to go. Like, what is going to... I know, because if I remember it correctly, so obviously there's part two, but do you go on Melrose Place? Kelly, yeah, she goes to see him and his, at, at his place, mm-hmm. I think. At and Melrose brings along place. Donna and David, but then she's alone with him as well. Ooh. Yes. Oh, yeah. There's something like, yeah, like because there's a new you then, right, in his apartment building and you get jealous. I think there's a lot more that happens. Yes. On 90210 or on Melrose Place? Place. Oh, my God. Now we have to watch. We have to rewatch that. I'm wondering if we're going to have to do a special bonus episode episode of this podcast of those first few Melrose Places. Yes. Because we have to follow it. Where does it go? We have to. Yeah. Oh God! I just remember he looked so sexy with like the as the carpenter guy, you know. Oh yeah, (laughs) he's building the thing and hand me the level, and then you're like later, it's like a callback. You're like a level, like let me hold you. Really? (laughs) Oh my gosh! Remember the next? It's the next episode, right? I'm blending them together when we're all at the house and he's still building. Is it the next step? I don't, yeah, it must be the next step. I don't episode. know. I just remember us like inside, like looking and pe- peeking around at him. <laughs> I, I think this so episode's hot. written particularly well. Like the lines still hold up. Although speaking of the dinner that smells so good, when, when Kelly says I'm nuking some lasagna, because it's like, does anyone, when you say microwave? I still like, say that. I say nuking things. <laughs> Is that bad? I've never heard that. You've never I heard that. No. I say, hey. I nuke your nuke that so it's warm like i don't know what it's, i don't think that's around anymore it's not a it's not a nuclear device <laughs> it was that was a thing that people said in like the late 80s and 90s when people oh, were getting microwaves but I like still, yeah i thought i thought the microwave was powered by nuclear energy <laughs> I, it, I, it was a thing like people would definitely it was when you said it in the episode it brought me back but i don't know that people say it. Well, I say it there. I, how you feel about that? Um, wait, can I ask you something um, about your boom count in this episode? Because someone DM'd me last week Uh-oh. and said uh, they love going on the ride with you. And they wanted to make sure that to please tell you that although you said last week you couldn't find any, they found one. For you. <gasps> I love that. My The people are helping me out. Yeah. Uh, maybe sometimes when I don't watch it on the big TV, I can't see the boom. Last night I watched it on the big TV. I saw that boom dipping twice. Like, and w- there was one scene where it was like, it was in a, what Jim and Cindy scene when it was like, dink, dink, <laughs> dink. At first when you said dink. boom count, I thought you said boob count. And I was like, <laughs> you thought we said boob count? Is this a count? bit that you guys are Ooh, doing? That's that so, we know, should do that too. Many boob counts. 
We should do a boob count for every episode. <laughs> I'm looking back and maybe the reason I loved Kelly and Jake so much is that writing, like we didn't even talk about this part. You say something about it being the fourth marriage, but who's counting? And then he's like, I guess you are like the banter between the two of you was really solid. Mm -hmm. So I think the chemistry was clearly there. I love the kiss, but I think it was the sort of back and forth. And then you say, well, you can get personal if you want to. Do you know what I mean? Like you just really had the A game. Mm. Yeah, that was fun to do those scenes. I remember because they were written in a way that was different than Kelly was normally written. And it sort of became the new confident Kelly and like what she sort of evolved Mm -hmm. into. Like, cause that confidence was key with Kelly. Like once you were able to see that, like, I think especially she knew she had to be confident with an older guy, you know? Yes. I think that you're really hitting on why this episode stands out so much to me and hopefully other fans, because it was this sort of hot Kelly, this like where she, it really was your story too, as opposed to like, with the others or something, mm-hmm. or, you know, or you seeming like, I don't know, just different s- scenes. It was really like, yes, confidence is the right word. And this seemed like it sets you on a new traje- trajectory. I have a question, you guys. So far on the show in these two seasons, who are guys that we have seen in Kelly's life that she'd be dating? Steve as the ex, which mm-hmm. Kyle who's gay, a little flirty flirt flirt with the guy at the aerobics class. You know what I mean? There's always sort of a right. little of this. Oh, the, the, Bobby, the, the yeah. cousin Bobby in the wheelchair. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, this vibe was like definitely a different male energy in Kelly's mm-hmm. love life. Mm-hmm. And I'm there for it. Hubba hubba. Yeah. Same. <laughs> and you're right. Same. It's going to dictate, but the bad boy is going to unfortunately also, dictate her future though. It made Steve, I thought that was a really interesting scene because it made Steve sort of have this realization. And then he goes to Brandon and they talk about it. And you're like, wow, like he has real feelings for her, which I don't know that I had felt so much of that before. Well, wish he had had him sooner, too late now. Yeah, it was here and it was a little sprinkled in every now and then. Mm-hmm. But we always got the sense that it they both knew it wasn't something that mm-hmm. could go mm-hmm. forward. And in this episode, we clearly see that Kelly feels that way and he doesn't. And I felt <laughs> Although bad. Kelly felt a little bad. So I there wonder, obviously yeah. was feelings there. I wonder what's going to happen at their wedding when Steve's there and Jake's there. So curious. It's juicy. Did you think it was weird that when Brenda left for, sorry, I'm going backwards, but that she kisses Brandon on the cheek. Like a like lingering like, kiss. Like, I wanted to ask you guys about this. You know what? I felt the same way. Now I like, know. Like yeah. I can almost Goodbye, hear it. Brandon. It was so long. It was so was uncomfortable. Weird. And I was like, this is why yeah. people started like talking. Like it's incestual. Mm-hmm. It was weird. It's weird. Like too much. Ew. Ew. Why yeah. would she do yeah. that? You wouldn't do that to your brother, maybe. No. I got to say, I liked Brandon this episode. I did too, and I thought he oh. looked amazing. Didn't he looked so cute episode? when he had his little bed hair hairdo when he came yes. in at five a.m. to see Brenda. His face looked amazing. 
at like at the table with Jim and Cindy. He's like, yeah. are you going to allow her to do, like, you're going to let the, wait, I like that yeah. he kind of was like fired back. Usually he's just such the good guy and goes along with everything. I don't know. And I, I, really I, I thought the director must've intentionally made that choice when Dylan and Brenda are asking for permission to go to Baja. And it's the two, what I would call, I don't know if I'm using TV lingo, but a two shot. Mm-hmm. And then it's the three shot, Jim, Cindy, and then, and kept going back and forth to that. Like, Bradley Gross These did a good three job. Versus he did. He did. Yeah, this episode was on fire. Do you think they did that too? Because this was such an important episode, essentially, like to your dad, Tori. Like he's launching another show in this episode. Like, would there have been more money put into this episode because it's this? I think more because it was launch? the two part finale than it being the launching pad. But that, right? Yeah, probably. That makes sense. Was there a different director for the last episode or did they all both get filmed back to back? I don't know. Because I feel like Bradley Gross Find out. directed the last episode. E- is that a different one? Well, it's a different one, I think. Mm-hmm. But you know the scene where the girls are trying on their dresses? I was thinking oh. they're holding those white bags and I was like, I know what's in those bags. The oh pink tool, the bow, oh. <laughs> the giant behind the head bow. Pretty iconic, though. Mm-hmm. I did love how they shot. Like, I feel like the when little. they went on, like, a tech scout, tech scout, location scout, that uh, that they specifically were like, let's do that shot. Like, with their faces Specifically over the doors. with you. Like, it worked so well. <laughs> it was funny. Yeah. I mean, I thought this whole, I just love this episode. I think it's such an important episode, like, to my heart. You know what I mean? Because uh-huh. it's like, so... I also thought that, and I had forgotten about this scene, the last scene where Kelly has gone from being a pill, as her mom would call her, to happy and feeling the baby kick. And she's smiling and it's all Jake, we know. But I thought that that was important. This was a big episode for you, Jenny. Like you were- That's the power of love. Can just change (laughs) your mood. (laughs) So true. When a hot carpenter falls for you, it makes you happy. What can I say? Hot carpenter in his 20s <laughs> with a big level. Should we, go, should we take a break and then go back to Brenda and Dylan? Because there's more for me to like, I got to ask you a bunch of crap about that. Sorry, guys. Okay. Sorry. Is there ever really a way to thank your mom for everything she does? My mom is my best friend, my rock. I have learned so much from her through the years. Her wisdom has helped shape me and I love celebrating her, especially on Mother's Day. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. And since she deserves the best, send her the best there is. When it comes to flowers, send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. I love that Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano, you guys. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick the delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your Books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to your mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code 90210 for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code 90210, books.com, promo code 90210. 
Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the 90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the 90s cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interaction, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, Color Me Bad, Lisa Loeb, Fastball, CNC Music Factory, Jesus Jones, Digital Underground, Sophie B. Hawkins, and more. Hosted by MTV VJs Downtown Julie Brown and Matt Penfield, plus Lisa Loeb. Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas will be completely transformed to take you back in time for nonstop 90s action. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to thenineescruise.com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. It took eleven years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get thirty percent off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super-comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. Okay, let's talk. Uh, you wanted to talk more about Brenda and so Dylan. sorry. Uh, you just... It, I, I mean, I love... It's okay. Love, love Brenda and we Dylan. Love but after Jake and Kelly, I don't really want to go back. But go ahead if you want to. They were... Brenda and Dylan were really cute dancing. That's what I was going to say. The, the scene where he dancing? starts singing the song, I was like, oh... 
It was cute. Mm-hmm. Was that dancing there natural dancing or would that have been choreographed? Like, what are we talking about here? No, that was just natural. <laughs> Luke, Luke loved to, he loved to twirl girls around. That was, that, that, those were his moves right there. Mm-hmm. You saw them all <laughs> and he would do that with any of us. Mm-hmm. Twirl, twirl us So around. they sort of had their big old fight and then she's all mad at dinner. And then she's like, I'm having a great time. Enjoy my food. And then the guy comes over with the guitar. And then it makes them laugh, which I felt was awkward. Mm-hmm. Like the laughing felt a little forced. I'm just going to go on record. Um, but then all of a sudden she switches gears to being happy again. Like something. Best night of her life. Best night of her life. Which is very Brenda. <laughs> Emotional yeah, roller coaster. She's bipolar, I think. <laughs> but yeah. And we cut to the surfing, which apparently went well. And then dun, dun, immediately dun. I knew something. Yeah. Thank you, Tori. Sorry. Something is not going to work What do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> I thought the car would be stolen. Oh. I was, I couldn't remember, but I was like, is that car stolen? And then I'm thinking to myself, she doesn't have her passport. <gasps> You're right. Okay. Now I know what you mean. Yeah. Okay. They go to the border and the, the remarkably kind border patrol man. <laughs> so patient beyond. <laughs> yeah. I almost thought for a second he was going to let them go. I did too. He seemed like the type of guy that would have let him go. But he could have lost his job. He yeah. had to stop oh, them. God. So accurate. I've never seen a nicer border patrol man in my life. No. But and yeah, then that's sort of the, oh, God. Is she going to have to call her parents? Or is Brandon going to be able to bring Brandon. her passport? He's 17. It has to be someone of Maybe. legal age. Oh, that's right. Hmm. He can't just bring her passport down. I guess that would oh. take. But that would take two, three hours from Beverly Hills to San Diego. They are screwed. Diddy do diddy. It's a lot of drama. Yeah, the guy made I it mean, sound like at this point, now that we're aware of it, so a parent yeah. has to come. Yeah. Because now we're holding you. So that's the big, that's going to happen in the next episode, as well as the wedding, right? Yeah, the wedding's happening. Well, and the love and continues. The love. Oh, yeah. I want to see him drop that hammer. I did think Brandon was a little over the top with the lying. Like he doesn't seem the lying type. And then he's just like really going above and beyond. No, they're at the flea market. And then which was a good call. Wait, did I miss something or he come up with that on his own? He came up with that. That's impressive because (laughs) males, 17 year old straight males don't know about flea markets. I'm just saying. Or lying. Yeah. (laughs) Except uh, hello, Donna Martin. You fully concocted the crazy scheme. The whole thing. Brenda. Yeah. Like that was like, I literally wrote down Donna Martin is so bad. Was she like, oh my bad cousin girl. Marcy or like so, she's know. a bad good girl. Wait, this is so weird. Do I not say, oh, my cousin Marcy did it last summer? Yeah. You say that. Yes. So this is really weird. I just put two and two together. So when I was young, I have I have a cousin, um, my mom's brother. My mom's brother's daughter. Meredith. And she's like an angel mom, like great. But at the time she was a few years older than me. And I remember like, basically at 13, I still thought the Easter bunny existed. Don't judge me. There's no problem with that. Okay. And um, she's the one, she slept over the night before Easter and she was like two years older. And she's like, by the way, the Easter bunny doesn't exist. Santa doesn't exist. (gasps) And I was like two, three. She's like, no. And I was like, my life. Oops. (gasps) Yeah. So they, when I told my parents, they were always like, oh, She's the older, like, not bad cousin, but like she, and now she's like, my mom likes her better than me. So it's fine. But uh, she's, no, she's heard you mention this person. She's so nice. We recently just got back in touch. We found each other through social media. We'd like lost touch all these years. 
And her and my mom, yeah, she's amazing. But she's your age. Mom, oh she's like two years older. I love that. And can you guys hang now? We have to, yeah. Like you're compatible, like you can you can hang with her. I would like to, yeah. That's so cool. But but yeah, I I wonder if that's why they wrote in, like, my bad cousin Marcy. For sure. I'm sure there's a million different things where art imitates life, imitates art with the with you guys and this show. And I want to make clear she's like a really great person. But she's Um, a bad girl. (laughs) She was like two years older and just like instigating, like, you know, we were young. Um, but Donna's outfit in that scene. Which one? It was like uh it had sunflowers on it or daisies. It was jacket. The jean je- jacket and jean shorts both with the daisies. But white. Or white with it sunflowers. It was very good. I felt like that was iconic and that never like never made it. Made it. Don't no. you think that should have made a bigger like oh Impact? that should have been yeah. like I do. Than, like, it didn't it wasn't. Well, I don't featured think I, enough. we talked about Donna's hair too. So for me, Donna's hair was so iconic at this time because it was the sort of blown up hooved pulled back in the clip. And I think uh-huh. we all tried that. <laughs> when I was in college, we were all like, can I get that to do that? Like, that's when I had really thick hair before. That hair was had so much body. Uh, ne- mm-hmm. If you're young, never put in extensions. It just ruins your hair. It just does. That hair Once was you start, you can't go back. It's true. Wait, why don't we talk about, okay, so we started talking about fashion a little mm-hmm. bit with your sunflower oh. little setup, which was super cute. Did you ever have any other fashion? I liked, of course, Jim and his robe. <laughs> <laughs> You like what's under that robe. I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm scared of what's under there. I feel like he needs a new robe because we just see this robe so much. Yeah, but I have a robe I wear all yeah, the like time. That. Like, it's a consistent robe. I like it. Did you did you like Dylan's Baja shirt at all? <laughs> <laughs> it was very on the nose. Like, I'm going yeah. on a trip to Baja. Yeah. <laughs> and this is the shirt I have to wear. For me, I just always say poor Cindy. Like her shirts are just horrendous. Yeah. They're just so and bright. And her hair starting to get a little momish. Mm-hmm. Like it was a little longer <laughs> in the first season. Who was the, the the hairstylist that must have been Walt? Well, Walt. <laughs> well, I think Walt did that. Was with us yet? It, I was trying to, there's a funny story about one of our hair styles. I was thinking about this the other day when I was blow drying my daughter's hair with a round brush. I was like, please, God, don't let me get this round brush stuck in her hair the way Walt got the round brush stuck in. And then I was like, was it my hair or was it your hair? Whose hair did he, we had to basically cut the hair. I feel like it was your hair. I feel like it was my hair. <laughs> I feel like it was you. Great. It would have to be because you'd have to use such a round brush <laughs> to get that, don't you uh, think? I feel like he never did my hair. And the one time, I one think time. right, he did my hair, got it stuck. And I, of course, I'm the nice one, so I probably said nothing. And you panicked. You had a full-blown panic attack. And he was panicking, sweating. And people were gathering around the chair, like, <laughs> trying to figure out how to get it out. Wait, Walt also <gasps> had a wife, right? Walt had a wife. Walt... So in the early 90s, a lot of like the makeup department, I think we've talked about this, were straight men, straight older men, which is the way they were trained, very like technique. It wasn't glam makeup, like just very different. Um, Mm -hmm. And it wasn't a women's world, basically. And there weren't a lot of gay men Mm -mm. in the industry either. And we had this hairstylist, Walt, that appeared to be very flamboyant. Mm-hmm. But had a wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I loved it. Do you know? 
Do you know Walt now? No. I I don't think Walt's still alive. Oh. Oh, no. I don't know. I don't know. He was very old then. He was. He was. was, Oh. He, I remember he had fake hips and he couldn't. (laughs) When you think of Birdcage and Robin Williams' character, (laughs) think of Walt. Oh, Walt. But even older. We called him Walty. 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 Oh, we loved him. Yep. I love it. There's a new movie. Oh, my God. This will remind you of Walt. There's a movie called Swan Song. Have you seen Swan Mm -hmm. Song? It's depressing, but very good about this, like, Amazing hairstylist, and now he's like in a retirement home, but he goes back for one last oh my thing. God. Oh. But I it, it reminds it's really, really good. It's depressing, but okay. That's an, that's the fashion. Let's talk best line. Wait, I have one little fashion thing. Oh, yeah. sorry, sorry, sorry. Go Grant show with the perfect black shirt with I believe the sleeve rolled just one, maybe the t shirt. Might need to zoom in. And I tried to do it last night, I think it just had a slight roll, and he looked excellent you tried to do it last night while you were watching. oh i literally because i was watching on my ipad i'm doing this move Brand- trying to make trying to make it bigger, bigger. but did, brandon always had his t-shirts rolled his sleeves yeah. his so, white t-shirt he any yeah. t-shirt he wore they, it was rolled that was sort of a 90210 started really thing, i think didn't the boys off camera put their cigarette packs rolled in the, that was earlier that was like grease yeah oh, sorry <laughs> it's like grease but yeah no i i believe i mean this was what I think is that 90210 started that trend. He also had his jeans rolled up with his little combat boots or mo- no motorcycle boots. So yeah. his jeans were cuffed, which was, you didn't have, I, did Brandon do that too? But maybe he did. I don't know. It was cute. I don't know. No, I, I'm not sure. It was a good look of the, the time. the black first. Yeah, but Jake looked good. It's going to be interesting to see the evolution of Jake Hansen because this Jake Hansen is not totally how I remember the Melrose Place Jake Hansen. The character definitely like evolves. Mm-hmm. What about your favorite line from the episode? You've quoted so many already. You're like a, you have a photographic well, that's the memory. Thing. I really have to say my favorite line, even though I said it is a little place off Melrose. Nothing special. It's like, I just, I melted. I was like, oh my God. That's a good one. Although Melrose Place, we'll get into it. But like when we do our bonuses, because, well, oh, I guess I am inviting myself to that. But <laughs> you have to. Season one of Melrose is very different than season two. Remember, like, I don't want to bore people, but they blew up part of the cast. They started with a different cast. They did. And became the Melrose cast. So anyway. Did you have a favorite I line? I had some lines. I did not write it down and they're not part of this, but it was, you know, nope. I had two. I'll go twice then. Um, one of mine was from Steve Sanders <laughs> in the Peach Pit. And he says, yeah, weddings are a great place to meet girls. They're always so ripe and misty eyed. <gasps> Gross. Ew. Uh, ripe. Oh, Jenny, I love you. I wrote that down too. Gross. I wrote that too. And the other one was from Kelly and we talked about this already. You know it's okay. You can get personal if you want to. Yeah, that's my favorite line too. I could write the entire scene of Kelly and Jake's banter as favorite because it was just smells good. I'm not talking about the wait. So yeah. like it's just a whole thing. next week Amazing. we should do a scene from the show and reenact it. Amy would be so good. And Amy, yeah, Amy, you play Jake. Yeah, you'll just pop in. You play Jake, okay. and obviously you'll play Kelly. Why can't you play Kelly? <gasps> and I'll be the director. I'll be like, and action. Okay. Oh my God. So, 
We have to. I'm not talking. I'm not talking about the lasagna. Like God, the writing. God bless you, Darren Star. Home run, <sighs> sir. Home run. Well, geez, we have really taken a bite out of that episode. I feel like we got into it. I have like six pages I never got to. It's fun. <laughs> Bonus footage. We could do it. We'll do another episode just for you. Like, like seriously, is so much. So I, ha- I never even got to where I I talked about a little bit about Brandon and his lying, and I wrote, "Shut up, fool!" Like he was just way oh over. I want to. You know what I want to do? I actually want to watch the episode with you, like and hear you talking back room. to the screen. It would be so fun. Well, I do a lot. Do you guys just watch it straight through? I do a lot of rewind. Got to watch that scene again. Got to watch that again. I pause like, it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> So much. Anyway. Okay, people. Episode uh, 28, which is the season two finale. Yes. (gasps) That's your episode for next week. Wedding Bell Blues. It's major, you guys. I can't believe it's already the end of season two. You can listen and watch season finale with us. Mm. Good job. This was such a good episode because Kelly was just a little saucy gal and Donna's so bad (gasps) (gasps) well now she's from a broken home because her parents are splitting up oh actually we didn't know I know we have to go but we didn't even get to talk about the cute scenes with Kelly's mom and David's dad and you and David and opening up and my mom's not coming if my dad's coming my dad's coming if my mom's you know that it was a great episode for both of you yeah it was fun it was a fun episode. I love it. And next week, Sis is back. She'll be back. For our season finale. Yeah. And oh, yeah. Amy will be our special guest star. And it's it's big. It's major. It's our season finale next week. Thanks for having me. This was like a really special episode. So I, I really appreciate it. Because it's like, this we one love having you. Absolutely. You guys are so, I know. I have to zip it. Because I get too like excited. Like I'm just too many questions. We like your but excitability. <laughs> this is like major. This is one to me, 90210 just was hitting its full stride. Like it was just fire, fire, fire. Do you know what I mean? Like this was the time. Well, uh, well, I can't wait to see that. We trust you. Finale. Yep. All right. <laughs> Everybody have a good week and we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Enter to win a free cruise for two. On board the 90s cruise, relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the first ever sailing. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s activities. There'll be over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, and more. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90 slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere 
even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest. Thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24 seven. Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right. But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 